Any of you know the beginning of the 23rd Psalm? It says, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. Um, there was a moment in time where the Lord said to Peter, said, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Lord, you know I love you. Peter, if you love me, feed my lambs. Well, that's my assignment. To feed his sheep. But the challenge is, if some of you like Bojangles, and don't like Ruth Chris, I know Bojangles is good. I like it sometimes too. But in some seasons, I need some Ruth Chris. Come on. That's real. Now take it to the next level. The Bojangles of the word or the Roost Christ of the word. The Bojangles is you come in the church, me feeding you, and you leave happy because you done got fed. Amen. But then when you get outside, get home, and life begins to show you something, and it will. You better have some Ruth Chris. You better know how to be still and know for yourself that he is God and he's able to do exceeding abundant above all you can ask and think. Wonderful to get fed by me, but what are you doing to feed yourself? Let me take you to the next level. Um, there's some of y'all, I'm going to look up, that can cook. But some of you have to go to the uh, grocery store and come out the refrigerator and get what's ever in there. That's a real place. It's okay. But what happens if Kroger shuts down? What happens in your life when situations shut down and you need some food? And all you got is gossip. All you got is fear, doubt, and unbelief. And then you got generational stuff yes, and hereditary stuff that won't let you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ooh, my God. Ooh, 
just won't let you go. You get up with it. You go to bed with it. And then you wonder why your faith ain't working. Because faith cometh by hearing. But if all you're hearing is cuss, fuss, doubt, this, 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 this. Well, you know, Lord, I spent some time reading in, in the morning. But then when I got to the job, oh, Jesus. When I got to the job, everybody was fussing, everybody was arguing. Then about noontime, I go and get some more food. I, I read, you know, read one more scripture. Huh? Lord, help me, because I need some help. In other words, you make up the scripture. <laughs> you make up the scripture. You start leaning to your own understanding and not in all of your ways acknowledging him so he can't direct your path. You directing your own self. And then you're mad because, well, Lord, I done done everything. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got to know how to feed your own self. I know I feed you real good. But when are you going to feed yourself? Then at midnight, you want to lay me down and sleep? For that only makes me dwell in safety. You can't sleep because you got all that mother sound, all them other voices. Some of y'all having tormenting dreams and too many. Because them demon spirits are, they waiting for you. They know exactly how to trigger you and make you feel that your mustard faith ain't working. Because instead of speaking to the mountain, you create the mountain. Out of the abundance, y'all ain't looking, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You are procreating, you can't say everything. Amen. Sometimes you need to shut up. And you know, let, let me go street. Shut the up. Come on. You, you, you got it, you got to do, you got to go there. Because the enemy don't play fair. Now, let me, let me I, I, I'm, I'm working on something because, see, we have brought some of the best uh, leaders here to feed you. Yeah. Oh, yes, we have. Yeah, yeah, we, the top-ranked leaders have come to feed you. But if you ain't feeding yourself, oh, it was a good service today. We had a wonderful time. And then when you get out and life begins to face you and you don't know how to overcome it by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony, you don't know how to tell problems. No, 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 you, no, you, no, no, no. I resist you in Jesus' name. I break your power in Jesus' name. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed. So you can quote it, but do you believe it? Bojangles. Or Ruth's Chris. Now, if you ain't been to Ruth's Chris, you can't talk about it. <laughs> but all I'm talking about is one level or the best level. Look at your name and say, neighbor. Uh, you got to feed your own self. 
with the right stuff. Every day. I said, every day. Are you there? Now, don't, no, no, this, this is, this is, this is, we're living in perilous times, folks. And if you're not feeding yourself the word of God, the enemy is going to eat your lunch. Because what happens is then you begin to have, feel like God can't work anything for you. Now, here's the other thing. I, we, okay, the reason people want to go to Bojangles is because they can get food immediately. Come on. But when you go to Ruth Chris, you got to sit there for a while. You got to spend some time there for a while. Huh? And there's a line upon line the way they serve you. Come on now. And you can get all the attitude you want. Huh? But you're going to wait for them to bring you. And they're going to stand and say, how was that? Is there anything, anything else that you need? Huh? But if you've been in the Bojangle flea, you've been telling, listen, you better hurry up bring that food on the pan now. Give me the bag or I'm leaving this place. But God wants you to have exceeding abundant above all that you can ask. Now, now, let me take you one more step. Here's the next piece. Some of you go to Ruth's Chris and don't enjoy the food. I mean, the food is stellar. And you can't, you're so busy worrying, you can't enjoy the flavor. You bite it and you chew it real good and then you're fussing. Then you're arguing. But that food is in your mouth trying to let you know, just, 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 just taste it. Just, just enjoy me. Just savor it for a moment. And because you used to Bojangle, savoring ain't part of what you do. Just hair it, feed it, and get it down. I feel bad. I done ate something now. Come on. Come on. You do the same thing with the Word of God. The Word of God has to be meditated. Thou will keep me in perfect peace because my mind is stayed. My God, all you got to do is look at the TV one time today. And it can take your mind, it can take your heart, it can take everything. Just one minute. And they do it deliberately to take you. Well, I went to church and I just, I don't know why. I done paid my tithes, I done served, I done done everything. But I just don't know why. I know why. Because the food you eating ain't the right food. And you ain't digesting it and letting it do what it does. It's quiet up in here, ain't it? Some of y'all saying, Pastor better hurry up because I'm the envious. <laughs> Habakkuk 2. Habakkuk 2. Help your neighbor find it if they can't find it. 
It's in the New Testament, right? Habakkuk 2 and 2. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon the table. He may run with it that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. Today's message is entitled, Living by Faith. And in 2015, the year of visitation and manifestations and demonstrations, with the expectancy of divine grace, Almighty God is calling his sons and daughters to a higher level of trust and confidence in his promises that are yes and amen. But in order to accomplish that, we each must dust off our daily faith flow. So we work together with God, with the help of the Holy Spirit, who is assigned to lead, guide, direct, and protect us as, we do, as he does so. In other words, each and every day, we should be expecting the supernatural to manifest in and through our lives and living. So let's go line upon line and precept upon precept. Romans 10, 17. Watch this. Romans 10, 17. Tell your neighbor without looking at it what it says. Got real quiet, didn't it? Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. All right? So in the morning, you begin to develop your faith. You hear it in the morning. Got it? Faith has to come, all right, from hearing. Now, here's a problem. Eye contact. Some of you don't like your own voice. Some of you have been tricked into not speaking from your own voice because you don't like to hear your own voice. Faith has to come by hearing. When are you going to get comfortable hearing your own voice say what God says? Calling things that be not as though they are until they are. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Stand up, help me, help me, help me, help me. Stand right, right there. Lord, I love you. Now no, start talking to me. Lord, I love you. Talk, talk loud, Lord. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Lord, help me. Now, all of us, come on, this, this is real. I done spent time in the Word. Now this crazy person come next to me. Huh? And it drowns out what I've been hearing. I done spent time in the Word. But somehow, I get filled up with his word. And I start thinking, yes, it's it, it, time to go eat. It's time to go eat. I, mean, <laughs> huh? I got, my distraction is broken. And I start thinking his thoughts instead of God's thoughts. 
Are you there? Thank you, son. Faith comes by hearing. What have you been hearing lately? There will be no faith coming without your daily positioning yourself to hear the word of God for yourself. And that brings us up a very important key for each of us to make a priority in our daily flow, faith flow. We must get comfortable with our own voices speaking the word of God with or without CDs, tapes, etc. Now, 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 here's what I'm saying. Stand up again. Do, do the same thing. Talk to me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Satan, I bind you in Jesus' name. I'm blessed coming in, blessed going out. I'm hearing it, but I'm resisting it. I'm hearing it, but I'm resisting it. I'm calling things that be not as though they are so that his stuff does not torment me and keep me from going where I need to go. That's a real place, folks. It's my homeboy. Uh, you know, that's my homeboy. We, we, we go way back. And, you know, whatever he say, that's the way I roll. But when I need to be going forward, I don't need my homeboy pulling me back there. I want to go forward. Thank you. Hearing, 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 hearing. That leads me to Hebrews 11 and, 11 and 1. You know that too. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Folks, as our faith matures daily, we function believing for the things hoped for by the evidence of things not seen. Now, here's the example. When you begin a new job, you hope for pay. That is the evidence of things not seen. Any of you, I know some, some of y'all would be say, yeah. Got hired for a job and got paid the first day. No, no, no. But, but with hope, the fact that you got the job is your evidence of things hopeful. And some of you get, get the job and start dancing. Because, oh, I, oh, I know it's coming. If you can do it for a job, why can't you do it for other things? Where's your hope? Where's your hope? Where's your hope? But if you're not renewing your mind to the word, then hope leaves you real quick. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. When you begin a new job, you hope for, the, for pay, that's the evidence of things not seen. In other words, you work first and later receive the pay. In life, sometimes you got to work first in order to receive the pay. Say, Lord, mm-hmm. That brings me to the next important key in living by faith. James 2, 17. That's my buddy, James. Which says, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Folks, when you daily live by faith, you will need corresponding obedient action steps operating as well. Any of you ever get hired for a job and then get a number of instructions and then your supervisor comes to you and say, well, uh, you didn't follow the instructions. 
but you thought you did, but you didn't follow the instructions. Well, I don't need no instructions. I, I know how to do this. But the supervisor said, wait, wait, wait a minute. I know you're working, but you ain't following the instructions. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, supervisor. I know how to do this. Yeah, but I'm the supervisor. And you ain't follow the instructions. So working doesn't mean that you're working correctly. Working doesn't mean you're working corrupt correctly. All right? Dress code. All right? They tell you exactly what to wear. And then you come in there half nude. All your business hanging out, ready to work. And they look at you like, wait a minute now, hold it. Call the security. Security? You working, but you're not doing the corresponding action correctly. Say, Lord, help me to do it rightly. All right, Mark 11 and verse 1. Here we go. Let me give you an example. Mark 11 and verse 1. And when they came nigh to Jerusalem unto Bethage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he sent forth two of his disciples. This is Jesus coaching his disciples. And said unto them, go your way into the village over against you. And as soon as you be entered into it, you shall find a colt tied, whereon never man said, loose him and, let, and bring him. And if any man say unto you, why do you this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him and straightway he will send him hither. Got it? And they went th their way, found the coat tied by the door without in a place where two ways met, and they loosed him. Got it? And certain of them that stood there said unto them, why are you doing this? Loosening the coat. And they said unto them, how? Even as Jesus had commanded them, and they let them go. Sometimes the reason stuff ain't working because you ain't saying what Jesus said. You saying what you feel, you saying what you think, but you ain't saying what he said say. You ain't spent enough time hearing him to tell you what, he, what to say. And they said unto him, even as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. Folks, notice the action steps that were taken by the disciples required obedience to the instructions. Had they chosen to disobey the instructions, even though they had taken the faith action steps, they could have failed their assignment to obtain the cult that Jesus requested. Said another way, it's called being sure not to lean to your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledging the Lord's higher way that taps into the supernatural flow of life and living. All right, y'all know my testimony. I was in Duke, and I, it was, I was in taking Old Testament. I gotta, give you, I gotta give you this example again. I was taking Old Testament, and there was possibility of four different questions that could be answered. And nobody knew what the, what the exam was gonna be, what the, what the question was. I snuck away from my homeboys and spent time with the Lord, 
and the Lord told me number four, number four, number four. I come to the team and say, listen, I spent some time with the Lord. The Lord said number four, number four. I said number four, number four, number four. So my group studied number four. We get in the exam and the professor comes in. You know how professors like to make you feel bad, like, you know, they just wait, just wait a little while and walk around and tell you, you know, I hope you study and hope you're ready. And then he gets the chalk, puts the chalk up in his hand, looks at us like, you know, makes us feel a little pain. Come on. And then he goes to the door, goes to the board and, and puts down one, four. Bam. My team jumps. Yep. There it is. We got it. Let's go. We passed. Some other boys flunked, but we passed. Because I followed the instruction of the Lord. Don't think when I went to my homeboys and said, number four, boys, are you sure? You don't really know what you're talking about, boy. I said, all right, well, you gone, but I'm going to study number four. So I studied number, we studied number four. And the whole group, the same ones that mocked me, the same ones that made fun. I had to endure that, but they loved me after we passed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you understanding? Meaning when you do follow the instruction, doesn't mean you're going to be celebrated. When you follow the instruction, doesn't mean you're going to be celebrated. But when you know your God, rest. In other words, whenever God is involved, the supernatural comes into situations and circumstances all the more. That way, the seemingly impossible becomes possible. The next very important key to living by faith is resisting the spirit of fear and doubt. Go to Mark 9. Come on, I'm about to close. Not Mark 9 in verse 21. Mark 9, 21. Here we go. He asked the father, how long is it ago since it, this came unto him? And he said, of a child. How long? Of a child. And oft the time has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said, with tears, Lord, I believe, but help thou my Folks, I don't care how anointed you are. There's sometimes you need some help with your belief. That's why when you come to church and you come and it's heavy, you come in to get some help for your, for your unbelief. Because you've got some unbelief you got to get off of you because God can pay that bill. God can make a way. God can heal you. So you need to be around believers and not doubters. Folks, whenever the spirit of doubt attacks, your faith believing you too will need to learn to resist that mindset and choose to still believe for the seemingly impossible. Why? Because with God all things are indeed possible. And as you mature in your relationship with the Lord, you learn that certain things in life are happening in order so that at, at the God-given time and season, his supernatural power and glory may come forth and produce a sign, wonder, and miracle. Now, I want you to get this revelation. There's some things in your life 
that have to do with your destiny and purpose. There's some things that you have had to walk through that at a certain time in your life, God's going to show up and show out and show you he's been with you all the time. He's going to show himself mightily. The trick of the adversary is to make you feel bad because you had to walk through it. Something must be wrong with you. Because if you, if you was really with God, you wouldn't be going through what you're going through. But I got news for you. Some of you are going through so that God can eventually get the glory. That's a revelation the devil don't want you to know. He wants you to feel victimized all your life. He wants you to feel like your life is the worst life there is and ain't nobody like you. When all the time God has purpose and he's, he's waiting to get you mature enough so that he can get the glory out of your life when he delivers you. Ain't no way I'm supposed to be out of the hood. Ain't no way I'm supposed to be in Nermnogakalaki from where I come from. But God, but God snatched me and brought me here to humble myself under his mighty hand. John 11, 3, let me prove it. John 11 and 3, you know what it is, Lazarus. Therefore his sister sent him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. This problem is not, the problem ain't the issue. This problem is for God to get the glory. For God to show up and show out. What are you walking through now that God's going to get the glory if you don't? If you don't give up, if you don't quit. Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. I got news for you. When God wants to do something glorious, he delays the process. He delays the process so that he gets all of you out of you so that when he shows up, I know it was the Lord. Because if it had not been for the Lord, I would not be where I am. And two is the number for agreement. He delayed two days. Folks, Lazarus is an example of the supernatural power of God manifesting at a given time and season that brought glory to Almighty God and His Son, Jesus Christ. And just like Lazarus' sister had to learn to trust in the Lord and the power of His might, we too are being positioned daily by Almighty God to learn and practice the same faith-believing actions necessary for victory over the works of the devil and his host in these last days. 
Fear, doubt, and unbelief must be given no place in our daily mindset. So the promises of God can indeed manifest the way they are supposed to. Galatians 5 and 6, here we go. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Faith which worketh by love. Finally, living by faith requires a supernatural love in and of God mindset. Love of God. Oh my God. Lord, if you love me so much, I wouldn't be going through what I'm going through. Can you love me anyhow? 1 Corinthians 13, 4, you know it. Love or charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity or love envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh no, not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity. You got to grow to that, folks, but rejoices in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. When you are in the love of God, you, you graduate to that. Some stuff don't bother you the way it used to. You grow to that place. No, mm -mm. no, no, no. God love me and I love God, so I'm going to win. Mark 14, 26. And when they had sung in him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. But after that I will after that I'm risen, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said unto him, Although all shall be offended, yet will I not. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this day, even in the night, before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. But he spake the more vehemently, If I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any wise. Likewise also said they all. Folks, when, you, when the real life test came, all of Jesus' disciples got missing. I got news for you. On your way to graduation, some folks are going to get the missing. Y'all ain't helping me. On your way to promotion, some folks are going to get the missing. Especially when the mess hit the fan. You find out how, when the mess hit the fan, you find out who he, who really is. Who, who, in faith with you. Say, Lord, I'm understanding. I'm never alone. And that was a real part of their growth and maturity in the next higher season of the Lord. They had to face their own heart issues and make the needed changes in order to have real faith that would please the Lord. Said another way, the Lord knows our frailties. We, like the disciples, will also have to learn from our mistakes. Oh, now this is no. Look at you and say, neighbor. Mistakes happen. Just learn from them. And don't keep making the same ones. Get better! Shout out like you mean it. Better! It took the Holy Ghost filling them and leading and directing them the way he led and directed Jesus when he was here in the earth. 
It took the love of the Holy Ghost being shed abroad in their hearts to give them wisdom and the anointed compassion that would produce signs, wonders, and miracles the way Jesus did. Proof, Acts 3, 4. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, the same one that I denied, the same one that I rejected, the same one that I don't even talk about no more, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength, immediately. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Folks, this is the same Peter that denied the Lord. This is the same Peter that said, huh, he would never do that. But now this is the Peter whose faith is working by love that has grown into and with the help of the Holy Ghost the way Jesus did. So living by faith is what pleases the Lord. Living by faith will thus require that we keep our hearing clear for the word of God daily. Say, my, 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 faith, my faith must have, have the word of God, word of God. Coming, coming daily. Living by faith will require corresponding obedience, action steps that please the Lord. Living by faith will require resisting the spirit of fear, doubt, and unbelief. Living by faith will require that you love relationship with the Lord matures so that even mistakes take you higher and higher in your trust and belief of God. Say, Holy Spirit, help us to live by faith day by day without wavering. Holy Spirit, help us to manifest mighty signs, mighty wonders, mighty miracles, in our own lifetime Holy Spirit help us to soar in our purpose and serve with love by living by faith shout hallelujah come on put your hands together for the Lord yes yes